the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Todd Starn Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Live from the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's favorite gun-toting, Bible-clinging, deplorable American. That's us. That's right. I love this American right. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. All right. I, yeah, we're going to jump right into this. This, this may be the most important story of, of our time. And there's only one place, only one talk radio program in America that would dare uh, touch this particular issue. But I believe this this story really sums up where we are in America right now. Uh, Welcome, everybody, to the Todd Stearns Radio Program. So glad that uh, you have decided to hang out with us today. Um, Wow. Okay, can we talk? we We have to talk about... Two big stories that are are connected, and those stories are Chick-fil-A and Walt Disney World. And you may be wondering, what in the world did Todd smoke today? Trust me on this, folks. There, there is a correlation between what's happening with Chick-fil-A and Walt Disney and the current state of our nation, which is beyond bemused right now. So here's the uh, here's the story coming out of out of Chick Fil A headquarters, and we we've, we've known for some time now that Chick Fil A has been going down this woke path, and there there have been clues. Uh, you might remember uh, years ago when yours truly was at the forefront of the Save Chick-fil-A movement. Uh, At the time, I was still working at Fox News Channel, and uh, Chick-fil-A, which really nobody at Fox News knew anything about Chick-fil-A. Nobody knew anything about uh, the Duck Dynasty guys until I brought them to the table because that's the world that I live in. And uh, most of the people at Fox are Harvard or Yale graduates, and they really did not get outside of that New York City, New Jersey bubble. So part of my job at Fox really was to be this cultural liaison. So I would explain what, you know, hey, here's here's what people uh, in the heartland are thinking. Here are here's what the the average viewers of Fox News Channel are thinking about this particular issue. And it was a lot of fun. Had I really enjoyed that aspect of it, and and I'm glad to see that some of the the things that I recommended that Fox News Channel do uh, and cover, they continue to to do that today. And the reason why is because people really connect with that kind of stuff. But anyway, back in the day, Chick Fil A was really getting pounded by the radical LGBT mob, and for for many people, they just could not understand why the the lesbians and the gays had a problem with a with a delicious hot juicy breast tucked between 
two hot buttered buns. They, I, it, it triggered them for some reason, and they never could figure out why. So, so we took up that cause, and Mike Huckabee then immediately jumped on board. And of course, with his massive audience, Governor Huckabee led the charge. He was our general in in saving Chick Fil A. And we did. And if you remember those days when people would be lining up for, for hours just to get their, their delicious sandwich, and, and really it wasn't so much of a sandwich as it was making a political statement to the rest of the, the world that we were not going to allow ourselves to be bullied. We would not do that anymore. And a lot of us went out there, and we put our necks out there on the line for Chick-fil-A. Now, this was what precipitated all of this. One of the sons of Truett Canthy, the founder of Chick-fil-A, came out and made a horrifying announcement to the world. He said that he believed that marriage is between one man and one woman. And as a result of that, the LGBT mob wanted to destroy Chick-fil-A. And they wanted to put them out of business. And of course, the by and large, I would even say it wasn't even just the Christian community. I think it was the conservative community. You guys remember those days. So it was the conservative community that actually stood up and said, we're not going to tolerate this. I'll never forget, I got a... Um, a great message one day. We had a lady call into the show. This was back when I was, uh, th- that Fox was hosting the show and I was uh, in New York City. And a lady called and she happens to be a lesbian, lives in the Austin or San Antonio. Was it Austin, San Antonio? I believe it was San Antonio. It was San Antonio. So she lived in the San Antonio area and she was enraged. She loved Chick-fil-A. She said she had never been discriminated against by anyone at Chick-fil-A. As a matter of fact, Nobody ever accused Chick-fil-A of act. There were no proven instances of Chick-fil-A discriminating against anybody in the gay community. So she called up and, and she was leading the fight because the city council in San Antonio actually pushed back and said, we're not going to allow Chick-fil-A to open up a restaurant at the airport because they're anti-gay. But nobody could ever prove, nobody could ever explain what made Chick-fil-A anti-gay. Nobody could do that. So what happened? Well, we all know that Chick-fil-A won that battle, and it was not because of Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A, and a lot of people do not realize this, Chick-fil-A was really infuriated that so many people were coming to their defense because they really didn't want people to know that they, they ran their company based on biblical values. There were people in the company at the time, and they were minority voices, and by minority, I don't mean skin color. I'm just saying there were a minority of opinion who said, we don't need to be promoting the fact that we're a Christian company. We don't need to be doing that anymore. And I that I remember, I remember because I, I was reaching out at the time and, and the Chick-fil-A people were always pushing back. They're like, please don't write a story about this. Please don't, we, we don't want to, we don't want to be talking about this. But honestly, we needed to have that conversation. And I thought it was a great moment for for America because we finally stood up and we pushed back effectively against the bullies. So then fast forward, and it was just, a, what, a couple of years ago that, um, well, it was 2019, where Chick-fil-A, and again, over the years, what happened? They kept hiring more and more executives, and every single executive was more woke than the next. 
And then came the word that Chick-fil-A would stop donating to the Fellowship of Christian Athletes and the Salvation Army. And there was a lot of pushback. Mike Huckabee uh, actually came out and condemned Chick-fil-A for their behavior. And he actually wrote in a tweet, and you might remember this. He says he coordinated the National Chick-fil-A Appreciation Day, and he said, today, Chick-fil-A betrayed local customers for money. I regret they would stay true to convictions of founder Truett Cathy. Sad. And it was sad. But you know what? That's their right. I mean, if that's what they want to do, that's that's what they're going to do. But you know what? It never did appease the LGBT crowd. I think it really disappointed a lot of Christians and a lot of conservatives who stood up and fought alongside. I remember Charles Payne uh, over at Fox. He said, this is bewildering. Christians fought for the company against wave after wave of criticism. And man, did we take some blows. We sure did. The Salvation Army helps everyone. I never thought it was political. Then again, I never thought a chicken sandwich could be political. And Chick-fil-A started down that path of wokeness. Now, this is going to sound silly, but this is part of the culture now. So you always know when someone's about to go woke because they drop little nuggets along the way, and they're not delicious Chick-fil-A nuggets. These are nasty little woke nuggets. And now we know that Chick-fil-A has fully embraced their wokeness, and they have done this by changing up their menu. And I know this, trust me on this, folks, this this sounds innocuous, but in the great scheme of things, Chick-fil-A HQ is basically signaling to all of us. So Chick-fil-A, if you haven't heard the news, and we have the story up on our website, the headline, the Lord's bird has become the anti-chicken. Chick-fil-A now testing a new plant-based entree. It's basically a slab of breaded cauliflower tucked between two hot buttered buns and garnished with pickles. It's called the Chick-fil-A cauliflower sandwich. Chick-fil-A says their meat sandwich is the perfect centerpiece for their plant-forward menu. And they're apparently testing this in Denver and also Charleston, South Carolina, and and North Carolina. So any of you people out there who have actually tried this, I'd like to hear from you. Chick-fil-A has released a statement, quote, cauliflower is the hero of our new sandwich. It was inspired by our original Chick-fil-A sandwich. The sandwich is apparently so bad, ladies and gentlemen, that Chick-fil-A cows are picketing stores with signs that read, eat somewhere else. And the somewhere is spelled S-U-M because the cows can't read. That's the whole, that's the shtick, right? Eat more chicken. Okay, never mind. No, I can't confirm that, Kyle. I just, that that's a rumor that's out there that the cows are picketing. Quote, guests told us they wanted to add more vegetables into their diets. And they wanted a plant-forward entree that tasted uniquely Chick-fil-A. Our new sandwich is made with the highest quality ingredients. No, it's made with vegetables. So here's the thing. I get it that customers want to eat more healthy, which is why Chick-fil-A has a salad on the menu. Why would they want to desecrate that beautiful, delicious chicken sandwich? And that's my problem with these plant-based products. You know, they make them look like meat. Well, if I want to eat meat, I'm going to eat meat. If I want to eat a salad, I'm going to eat a salad. And that reminds me, a Burger King back in the day, I don't know if you guys remember, you say, Todd, where are you going with this? Bear with me for a moment. Burger King had the Beyond Burger 
White Castle had the Impossible Burger. Remember Chick uh, KFC? They tested the plant-based chicken nuggets. Never made the menu. And McDonald's had something called a McPlant sandwich. I heard it was pretty McNasty. But there's a reason why they call this plant-based grub impossible. It's impossible to swallow. So anyway, I'm, I, so this is a sad day for Chick-fil-A, but it was expected because veganism there, and, and I get it. There are some people who legitimately they're conservatives and they just like to eat vegetables. All right. Great. God bless you. But, but within the movement as a whole, there is a radicalized vegan community and it's all part of this movement to stop people from being American and eating meat. No, I'm not saying you're un-American if you don't eat meat. You're just not like a normal. No, I'm not saying you're not normal. But I'm just saying, what the heck is going on at Chick-fil-A? First, they got rid of the delicious chicken salad sandwich. Then they got rid of the coleslaw. And then they got rid of the carrot salad. And now they're desecrating their restaurants with this fake poultry. I, I just don't understand. I mean, it's unfortunate, but the official bird of our Lord may be the anti-chicken. And that brings me to Disney. Again, these and these it's the constant attacks on our traditions. Would you ever have believed that Truett Cathy, the founder of Chick-fil-A, would have woken up one day and said, you know what? We're going to take a slab of cauliflower and we're going to shape it to look like a chicken sandwich and we're going to make people eat it. No, of course not. He wanted to create a good chicken sandwich and that's why Chick-fil-A is so good. And the same thing with Walt Disney. Now, my good friend, um, and by the way, and Carol Merkowitz, and she has been a guest on this program a number of times, and she wrote an essay in foxnews.com about Disney World. Now, she recently went down to Disney, and things are going bad right now for the Magic Kingdom. I mean, really bad. Uh, There are more than 7,000 people that are going to be losing their jobs People are just not spending money. They're canceling their subscriptions to Disney+. And a lot of people are really put out because Disney is shoving a radical CRT, we hate America, pro-LGBT agenda down the throats of boys and girls. So Carol Markowitz, who's a good friend, she writes for the New York Post, she wrote an essay about this. And Carol made an interesting observation, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this, and we're going to get through this uh, this essay she wrote. But Carol said, I hold grudges against companies. We don't wear Nike because the company embraced America-hating former quarterback Colin Kaepernick, and for a family of two immigrant parents blessed to be Americans, we cannot abide by this. I stopped using Gillette products when their ad tore into boys and men as angry possible rapists. I have a husband a brother, and two sons, and will not allow males to be depicted like that for advertisement. And our family canceled a trip to Disney World last year after the company inserted itself into the political debate over Florida's parental rights. Manhattan Institute senior fellow Chris Rufo showcased leaked videos from inside the company, openly discussing adding queerness into children's programming. Barring Disney from our lives did not feel great. This is a storied American company. Its success is the epitome of the American dream. I wanted a path to bring uh, to I wanted a path back to being a Disney family and look for signs that it had learned its lessons. And she goes on to say those signs aren't there because Disney is hell bent on going woke. 
and it's not just Disney. Look at what happened with the Girl Scouts and the Boy Scouts. All of these cherished American institutions, and I would say that Chick-fil-A is a cherished American institution. Disney, a cherished American institution. And they've gone woke. All of them have gone woke. And so my question to you this hour, are you like Carol Markowitz? Are you willing to hold grudges against these companies? Are you willing to send a message to these companies? And what does it say about us as a people that we continue to go to Disney World, that we continue to wear Nike shoes, that we will even go to Chick-fil-A, even when they turn their backs on people of faith and now they're serving fake meat sandwiches. 844-747-8868, toll-free telephone number. This is the Todd Stern Show. I've noticed that when I go to the shopping mall and buy one of the towels, they just don't seem to work very well. They feel too soft and too lotion-y. They just don't absorb the water. Well, our good friend Mike Lindell over at MyPillow has found a solution, and you've got to get yourself one of his brand-new towels. These things are incredible, and best of all, they're made right here in the U.S., and all of his towels come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. You're going to be able to get a six-piece set, two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths, all made with U.S cotton. They are soft yet absorbent and you're normally going to pay over $100. But thanks to our good friend Mike Lindell, $39.99. That's it. It's a great deal. All you have to do, go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the towels. Just enter the promo code STARNS or you can call 800-839-8506 for some incredible radio specials. Again, MyPillow.com, promo code STARNS. Folks, weighing in on the Facebook live stream, KD says, Todd, I hold grudges. When Target allowed men to go into the girls' bathroom, I never went back, canceled Netflix when they promoted the Cuties movie. No more Starbucks or Disney as well. Someone said, what's wrong with Chick-fil-A offering healthy options on the menu? Well, if you want healthy options, just go down to, like, I don't know, a salad place. Leave our delicious fried food alone. Welcome back, everybody. 844-747-8868, our toll-free telephone number. No more than 7,000 Disney uh, workers getting the heave-ho because of big-time financial problems. Millions of people canceling their Disney Plus subscriptions. And a lot of parents are just saying, you know what? We're tired. We're tired of it. That's it. There are plenty of other cartoons that are not trying to shove a political agenda down the throats of our kids. Let's go to Jerry in Milwaukee. Hey, Jerry, what say you? Uh, this is going to be surprising, but I largely disagree with you. I'm shocked. I'm I, I know you are. Okay. Uh, well, first of all, I, I want to say that Disney, like any company, it's made up of people, and it's a company it's made up of Americans. They have First Amendment rights. As anyone else, as you have the First Amendment rights, so do I. Disney CEO, you could disagree with them, but they have the right to to make a statement. It's unfortunate that the Florida governor wanted to punish them for their statements he disagreed with, but hey, he has the right to do that, I I, I guess. Um, One other thing is, like, this idea of woke. It's, like, politically correct, okay? It's just starting to get overused a lot. 
you might say, well, in this case, but it's like seems like any liberal position has become an attack as being woke. Well, normally because they are, Jerry. I mean, they're pretty I mean, woke. am I woke? Am I woke on everything when I disagree with you? I mean, I, I don't think I'm far left, but I, I, I think that people would use, you know, if you're against Jerry, felony. Jerry, we got to run. We're late for a break, but I, I get your point. 844-747-8868. We'll be right back. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. You better believe I hold grudges against these companies. Just like the NFL, I stopped watching that because of their wokeness. Uh, and now I hear that the national anthem uh, is going to be played along with the black national anthem. Well, the black national anthem to me is racist, where our national anthem is forever race in this country. So uh, to me, I just don't tolerate racist no more. All right. Well, that's uh, Ricky. Uh, thank you for uh, leaving us a shout out. By the way, you can do that if you have our app and you can download that app by going to our live show blog or going to kwamradio.com and just click on the app. You'll be able to leave us a shout out. So if you can't uh, wait on the phone to voice your opinion, you can do that. And uh, we really appreciate all of you uh, folks out there who, who take advantage of that. By the way, uh, coming up a little bit later on, a congressman or former congressman Lee Zeldin is is going to drop by uh, for a visit. Uh, the congressman coming to Memphis for a big engagement, uh, speaking to hundreds of Republicans tomorrow. Also, Riley Gaines, she is the former University of Kentucky All-American swimmer, and she is now standing up for women and females in athletics, and we're going to be talking to her in the next hour of the program. So, um, again, uh, going back, to the question, do you do you hold grudges against these companies like Target, like like Walt Disney World, like Chick-fil-A, and especially Christians and Chick-fil-A, and I love Chick-fil-A, uh, don't get me wrong, great sandwich, great product, uh, good food, love the mac and cheese, but the reality is Chick-fil-A used all of you Christians out there, and maybe Christians allowed themselves to be used, but they really did not want people going out there and um and defending them they didn't and and chick-fil-a's response to that and and because we asked them at the time they said well we didn't ask for these people to go out there and defend us but they did by the way speaking of the uh black national anthem and and ricky's right there is no such thing we have a national anthem 
we don't have an Asian American anthem or Hispanic anthem or white anthem. We have a national anthem. It may be difficult to sing. I get it. But it's our anthem. Anyway, CNN's Don Lemon. We'll try to get this audio. I didn't want to put Kyle through this because Kyle has to listen to all of this stuff. And I think he's one day he's going to come in and say, Workman's Comp, I got to get some therapy having to listen to all these liberals. Don Lemon actually serenaded the network with a rendition of the Black National Anthem. So we'll try to hunt down that video or that audio and get that get that to you. Uh, 844-747-8868, our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. Can we have a conversation about John Fetterman for just a moment? So Senator Fetternak had an incident. He was taken to the hospital. They told us that um, it was not connected to the stroke, but I don't believe it. The doctors are saying he's still in the hospital. He um, did not have another stroke, but they said he could be getting ready to have a seizure. So anyway, the word is from Fetternext team is that some of the side effects from the original stroke are a little weird. And one of them in particular he he says that he hears voices like the school teacher in the old Charlie Brown cartoon. Oh you know, I, I mean, I do feel bad for him, and we certainly hope he has a speedy recovery. Uh, but we all know that he's only a placeholder for the wife. But I'm wondering if that's what he heard when Biden was delivering the State of the Union address earlier this week. Because if that's true, then that is not a side effect of the of the stroke. Because the entire nation, we all heard what Senator Federneck heard. Let's listen again to President Biden's that that clip of the speech um, earlier this week. Cut twelve. <laughs> Oh, I think that's McConnell. He fell asleep. That's very sad. So anyway, I don't know. It could be a side effect, but I, that's pretty much what we all heard, right? All right, uh, 844-747-8868, toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. Uh, President Biden weighing in on polling data that shows he is in the toilet. I I know CNN said that 72% of the country said, hey, he's doing great. Uh, that is not what the polls indicate. Cut number three. The polls don't matter anymore. You got to make, what, 40, 50 calls and on a cell phone to get someone to answer a poll? Even the pollsters, you talk to them, ask them what they think about this certain look. So you don't think it's your policy? Oh, I know the policy. By the way, if you ask the same thing, do they support the uh, rebuild the infrastructure America? Overwhelmingly, they support. Ask anybody. In another interview, the president was asked about the balloon. Now, this is fascinating because now we know that this Chinese spy balloon was more than just a spy balloon. They were gathering significant intelligence, and the military had been scrambling to try and hide all of this. 
And Biden is now saying, eh, not that big of a deal, a cut number 15. And wasn't it a major security breach for the United States, just the fact that the balloon came into the airspace no. and flew over the country for so many days? No, look, <laughs> the total amount of uh, intelligence gatherings going on by every country around the world is overwhelming. And the idea that a balloon could traverse uh, break American airspace is, uh, anyway, it's, it's not a major breach. Not a big deal. Eh, no big deal. Biden said he wanted to shoot it down days before the balloon was actually shot down, but he was told that to not to do it. But now he's saying it's not, it's not that big of a deal. Cut number 14. Now that we know what we know, that the balloon had antennas and a, commun- a communication system, do you regret not having insisted on bringing it down sooner? No, I think the expert, the intelligence community, the defense community, they forgot more about it than you or I know. I said I wanted to shut down as soon as possible. Still want to know who's running the White House. The running thought is it's it's either Susan Rice or Barack Obama, but most people, they're putting their money on Susan Rice, calling the shots there. All right, um, we got to take a quick break here. Uh, some breaking news to share with you. Looks like the FBI now raiding the home of former Vice President Mike Pence. Uh, this happening right now in Indiana. Uh, the Vice President, by the way, out on the West Coast, waiting for a grandchild to be born, and uh, we're getting word that apparently this was all worked out ahead of time. We'll see if that holds out to be the truth. Uh, but the FBI now raiding the home of former Vice President Mike Pence. I'm telling you, this this classified document scandal is a mess, an absolute mess. All right, we got to take a break. 844-747-8868, toll-free telephone number. Uh, we've been telling you for a very long time now about AT&T and DirecTV. They have removed Newsmax banished Newsmax from their platform. 13 million homes no longer have access to Newsmax. AT&T, which owns DirecTV, this is the second conservative channel they have removed this year. Meanwhile, 22 liberal news channels still on the air on DirecTV. Folks, we've got to do something about this, and many of you have already made the call, and we need you to call again. Look, Newsmax is the fourth highest rated cable news channel and DirecTV is not deplatforming these loser liberal channels. President Trump calling for you to cancel your DirecTV and AT&T service, and I hope you consider doing that. You can do that by calling 877-NEWSMAX. It's a special phone line set up, 877-NEWSMAX. You can also contact your congressman through that telephone number to complain about the censorship. That number again, 877-NEWSMAX. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, good to have you with us. Was that just me? I thought I was hearing voices. Uh, good to have you with us today. Um, would you eat the sandwich? Would you try the Chick-fil-A cauliflower sandwich? I, 
If I'm wanting a cauliflower cauliflower sandwich, I'm not going to Chick-fil-A to get one. Not that I would eat one. But I'm curious if you'd you'd give it a shot. Mm, Goodness gracious. 844-747-8868. Toll free telephone number. Let's go to Tom in Georgia. Hey, Tom, what's on your mind? Hey, Todd. So uh, you asked about our feelings about Disney and whether we'd be willing to boycott them and so forth. So if I can answer it. I'm not Paul Shanklin, but let me give it a shot here. We change boys into girls. We change gals into men. If we don't get it right, we'll just try, try again. So when God gets it wrong, we'll just chop off our ding-dong in this mad, mad, mad trans world. So the years have gone by and oh, it's a second verse. And the feelings I once had as a child are all gone. So I gave my doc a ring, said, can you replace my, you know, the thing? In this gender fluid world, after a long pause, he oh, said, like well, oh, we simply can't, cannot be undone. So <laughs> I said, I was just a kid when you did what you did in this not so gender fluid world. So I called up an attorney as to do to see just how many people I could sue. He said, kid, you're out of luck. I said, what the heck? In this sad, sad, sad trans world. Thank you, Todd. Well, uh, you're welcome, Tom, and appreciate the call. A lovely singing voice, our audience. Um, all right, thank you, Tom. So, look, uh, <laughs> it's a trans world after all. It's yeah, I I guess I you know I don't you know at the end of the day, Disney can do whatever they want to do. Chick Fil A, they can do whatever they want to do. Target can as well. But sooner or later, there is a price to pay for wokeness, and I believe that uh, it's going to happen very soon. And I'm telling you, the only profitable thing left that Disney has are the theme parks. And once those once those start to suffer, once the customer experience starts to waver, and I, you guys pay thousands of dollars to go to Disney, I just I can't imagine for the life of me. Um, what you're going to do when the quality of the visit uh, takes a tumble. 844-747-8868. That is our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. Are you watching the Super Bowl this weekend? They are doing the Black National Anthem, by the way. They're, I think they're going to be doing the Star. Will they still be doing the Star Spangled Banner? Or is it just, are they finally just going to pull the plug on that? and say, you know what, we've only got one national anthem, and it's only for one segment of the population. All you other people, you no longer get a national anthem. But if I were, I don't, I mean, there are a few Asian-American football players out there, right? Why don't they get their anthem, right? What Or what about the Hispanic-Americans? Why aren't they getting an anthem? I mean, if everybody's getting their own anthem. And what about the white folks? Do the white folks get an anthem? Oh, really? Well, no, I by default. So you're telling me by default, the Star Spangled Banner is, in fact, the white national. Is that what? I don't know. I I, I just don't know about that. I I just don't know about it. All right, uh, folks, got to tell you about an exciting event coming up. And we want you to be a part of it. It's our very first, our inaugural journey to Israel. We're going to be doing this on a pretty regular basis. And we want you to be a part of the very first journey. Stand with Israel. We're going to be taking a 100 of our listeners to the Holy Land. 
later this year in November, seven days, seven nights, and it's an exclusive tour, not only of the Holy Land sites, but also you're getting a private tour of the Knesset and just so many other wonderful things. Now, look, this month, if you sign up now and sign up for the installment plan, we're going to treat you to a wonderful breakfast in Tel Aviv, and you're going to be receiving an exclusive Todd Stern Show jacket. And I want you to I want you to get one of those. So a lot of people have questions. Number one, do I have to pay up front or can I pay in the installments? We actually encourage you to pay in the installments. It's easier, and you don't have to do the whole lump sum right up uh, right up front. Or you can do the lump sum up front. It's up. It's really up to you. Uh, but you can sign up now for that. Uh, also, people say, well, what about the vaccine? Do I have to have the vaccine? Do I have to have the shot? No, you do not. So that's you, you're good to go. So all you need to do is either go to our website, toddsterns.com, and we've got all the information up there, the link at the top, and it answers all of your questions. Also, you can call, and Dylan can get your information, and if you'd rather do it by phone, uh, we can certainly do that. You can give him a call, 844-747-8868. Again, that's a toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868, and Dylan will uh, get you information on the big trip to Israel coming up later um, later this this year. All right, I want to play some audio. Matt Walsh um, from The Daily Wire was on Tucker Carlson last night. Walsh was uh, testifying before a Tennessee committee, and they really the Democrats really dismissed him because he didn't have a college degree. And they said, if you don't have a college degree, you're not allowed to have an opinion on something like transgenderism, cut number one. Well, they, I mean, they expose themselves to it, I think, I think most of all. And the interesting thing, too, is that I'm sitting there in the hearing. I was, I was uh, giving my uh, view on this bill. I'm in favor of the bill to ban uh, the mutilation of children. I'm giving my view as a taxpayer and a private citizen, not an author of the bill. So their really failed and embarrassing attempts to, uh, to discredit me were not only humiliating for them, but also totally irrelevant. Because even if you can prove that I'm a terrible guy, does that automatically make it okay to mutilate children then? Because that's what we're supposed to be talking about. But they don't want to talk about that because they know they can't defend their position. This is the position that Democrats and the left are are constantly in on, on many issues, in particular on this one, where their position is something that is so... It's so unspeakably evil that they can't speak it. So you can you can defeat them in an argument simply by trying to, to trying to get them to state their premise. They can't even state their premise. I mean, this the the Caleb Hemmer does believe that sixteen uh, year olds can consent to having body parts removed, but he can't say that out loud because he knows how crazy it sounds. And so instead, he just falls silent. Well, there you go. Good for you, uh, Matt Walsh, holding his own there and really exposing the Democrats. And it's it's pretty despicable. But fortunately, Tennessee is advancing um, some significant legislation on that. Also, banning children from being able to attend adult drag shows or any drag shows for that matter and that's what happens when you have a super majority of republicans in your state house all right i know we've got mike from chattanooga on the line let's see if mike can hold over till the next hour because i want to be able to have a conversation with him uh also coming up we're going to be speaking with congressman lee zeldin former university of kentucky all-american swimmer riley Gaines, and i am curious any of any of you out there willing to try this chick-fil-a cauliflower sandwich it is their new plant-based menu they're coming up with 844-747-8868 again that toll-free telephone number 
844-747-8868. Hey, be sure to check out our website, too, toddstarns.com. Lots of great stuff there, and I think you're going to enjoy my column on the anti-chicken. We'll be right back, America. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's America's conservative blowtorch. That's us. That's right. I love this American ride. Todd Starnes. Oh, yeah. Well, happy Friday to you, America. We made it. Uh, wow, what a crazy week it's been. And we have a great hour ahead for you. By the way, uh, Congressman Lee Zeldin, is going to drop by a little bit later on today. Uh, he's actually going to be in Memphis. You know, he ran for governor of New York, came very close, ran an amazing campaign, and he's going to be speaking to Republicans here in Memphis tomorrow at the big Lincoln dinner, and I'll be there. It's going to be a lot of fun. Hope to see you there as well. Also, our good friend from Legacy Precious Metals, Charles Thorngren, is going to drop by uh, for those of you who might have some questions about uh, retirement funds and investments. So that's always a great conversation conversation. But yesterday we were telling you um, about something that, that I think is a good thing. And it's and it's always a good thing when people stand together and fight back against wrongdoing. And when you look at what's been happening in the world of, of women's athletics, this has been an all-out assault on womanhood. And thank goodness that people like Riley Gaines are speaking out, the former University of Kentucky All-American swimmer, taking a stand. She is now the spokeswoman for Stand With Women and the Independent Women's Forum. She is on our Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line today. Riley, hope you're doing well today. Hi, thank you so much. Riley, it's uh, your your story is is inspiring, and but at the same time, it's really heartbreaking because you should. I don't think any female athlete should have to go through what you and so many other swimmers went through with Leah Thomas from the University of Pennsylvania. You know, I totally agree. Um, everything, of course, down to the unfair competition, to the lack of consent and privacy in our locker rooms. We were fortunate in swimming that we didn't have to necessarily worry about the safety um, when it comes to these biological differences. Um, but the emotional blackmailing that goes into silencing these women, it's, it's wild, and you're exactly right. It's extremely unfortunate that we, as 18- to 22-year-old girls, have to go through this. And, and Riley, I was really taken aback by some of the, the reporting that you shared about what was actually happening in those, in those locker rooms. Uh, what, was, what was that all about? Get, give our, our listeners an idea of what you, got, you and the other swimmers had to go through. Right. So we knew, of course, um, we would be competing with Thomas. The NCAA announced that about three weeks before the meet, which obviously was a shock and we knew was wrong. But we were not forewarned as to what the locker room scene would look like. I think we all naturally assumed that Leah would have accommodations specifically for Leah as, you know, this is different, um, biologically a different anatomy than what we were dealing with, what we were used to. And so that is not what we saw. Um, The NCAA gave us no forewarning, did not ask for our consent. We did not give our consent. But that first day, 
we turned around in the locker room and there's a six four biological man undressing in an area where we were undressing. And I truthfully, this felt worse than the competition piece. It felt like, you know, not even a year or two years ago, this would have been some form of sexual harassment. This is voyeurism. This is, you know, this would make this person a pervert. But now, not only was it just allowed, it almost seems as if we, or we, I mean the NCAA and the University of Pennsylvania and a lot of these large universities and these woke organizations, it's almost as if they were celebrating this. And and you are, again, a very accomplished athlete, what, 12-time All-American, three-time Southeastern Conference champion. You beat my Tennessee Volunteers. I, I, I'm, I'm going to give that a pass. Uh, but you are very good at what you do. And the fact that you had to, you and the other female swimmers had to deal with this, I mean, it really was a culture war in the swimming pool. I mean, how unfair was that to you and the other ladies? Well, I mean, it's exactly as unfair as you would think. Um, Thomas, when Thomas was swimming in the men's division, um, so just the year prior, swam three years, of course, as a man at UPenn, Thomas at best was ranking 462nd to not even a year later becoming the fastest woman, let's put that in air quotes, the fastest woman in the country by second, beating out Olympians, beating out American record holders, when Thomas never would have even gotten close to qualifying for men's NCAAs. It just shows the, I mean, statistics. Like, let's look at what's right in front of our face. This is nothing opinionated. We had someone go from 462nd in the nation to first in a year. I remember seeing you and and the photographs and, and uh, of you standing up there on the winners' podiums and just looking at this at this guy, uh, they and I understand they. If I recall the story correctly, they they gave him the trophy and they said, "Yeah, we're going to send yours in the mail." Correct. So we actually tied um, the exact same time down to the hundredth of a second. Which now, looking back, I think God kind of put me in that place for this to transpire how it has. But we tied. Um, we go behind the awards podium and the NCAA official looks at me and says, great job. You guys tied. We only have one trophy. It's going to go to Leah. And so I quickly questioned this, which I could tell he obviously wasn't prepared for. And so when I asked him why he was adamant on giving the trophy to Leah, um, he told me that Leah had to have it for photo purposes. And so I knew what, what had occurred was wrong in terms of the competition in the locker room. But when I heard that Leah had to have it for a picture, it felt like we as female athletes had been reduced to a photo op. It was almost as if everything that we had dedicated our lives to, an organization we've dedicated our lives to, like the NCAA, were so quick to turn their back on us to validate the feelings and the identity of a man at the expense of us and our our feelings and our identity, which was just beyond me. And that's when it really became apparent that someone needed to speak out about this. And it kind of hit me that, because truthfully, I was waiting for someone else to. I thought, surely a coach or, or someone, I was just relying on someone else. But it hit me that if we as female athletes weren't willing to stick up for ourselves, how could we necessarily expect someone else to stick up for us? Riley, I remember early on, uh, before that event and that race, where even some of the 
uh, female teammates of of Leah uh, Thomas on the U, U of Penn swim team were horrified, and they were basically bullied into silence. Is that true? I mean, were there uh, was there an effort to to really force you guys not to speak out over this? Absolutely. Um, I'm still in contact with a lot of Leah's teammates, to which they thank me for what I'm doing because they're still traumatized into not publicly wanting to use their name. They had to go to mandatory LGBTQ meetings every week. Um, they were told that their school has made their stance for them. They were told that they will never get into grad school or never get a job if they speak out. Um, when they confronted their university about the locker room scene, they were told that they should seek counseling and they needed to educate themselves on the oppression that these transgender athletes were dealing with, which is so wild. Um, one of the girls, Leah's teammates, I actually talked to yesterday she told me in high school she was violently sexually assaulted. Um, and having Leah share that locker room space with her still to this day is triggering. It gives her nightmares. And these coaches are at fault. They put these girls in this position um, where they're having to expose themselves and be exposed to a biological man with male parts. Riley, it's and I've heard this. I've I've heard this over and over again, and and this goes all the way back to I think 2015, 16, when this first became an issue. Uh, even on a high school level, there was a school right outside of Chicago, and they told this this biological girl she had a problem with a boy on the girls' basketball team, and and just like you, they said, "Well, you're the one with the problem. You are the one who has to deal with this. It's this is just ludicrous. Right is wrong. Wrong is right. It's it's as if our whole world is upside down." Right. Right now truthfully i i feel like we're just living in this godless society of and this is this goes far beyond sports look at what's happening in women's prisons where they're letting men in who in turn rape and impregnate these women and all women's prisons look at what's happening at places like the ymca or these fitness centers where transgender men are going or trans women are going into the locker room Look at what's happening within the education system where they're pushing this gender ideology propaganda to people, to kids who don't even know their ABCs. It's like we've gone so far off the beaten path, and maybe it's just because I'm young, but I feel like this happens like almost overnight. And of course, I'm sure it was being subliminally pushed in small increments, but it just feels like we've gotten to a point where it seems as if there's no turning back. And it, it's heartbreaking to me. Um, as someone who can only hope to one day have my daughter of my own, I can't imagine putting my daughter in the same kind of situation that myself and these other female swimmers and really female athletes across the country are in right now. Um, it's just truthfully so heartbreaking. Riley, did you have a, a support system around you as you were dealing with, with all of this? You know, I'm actually from Tennessee, and so I feel like, this state was kind of my safe <laughs> bubble. Everyone here is amazing in terms of understanding why this is an issue. Um, and again, at the University of Kentucky, my athletic director, Mitch Barnhart, is just so phenomenal and encouraged me from the beginning to speak my heart. Um, my coaches were amazing. My teammates, I mean, they all agree on my stance. Um, I'm married. My husband was phenomenal to me. And so... I think that's something that's super important is that the support I had 
from across the nation, really across the world, was tenfold to anything I received negative. And really the only backlash I received is personal attacks like you're ugly or you should have just swam faster or you're transphobic, to which that goes in one ear and out of the other. And it should. I mean, that's just great. I'm telling you, there are so many people, and you know, we've covered your story um, on this program, and you have so many supporters uh, around the nation. I, I, I have to ask you though. 22 years old, you were invited to be at the at the State of the Union address. How big of a deal was that for you? You know, it was truthfully an honor. I mean, of course, I didn't necessarily agree with much that the man who was speaking had to say. Um. But just to be in the room with all of these influential people who lead our country, it's so insightful. I learned so much. I met so many amazing people. Um, (laughs) It's a bit theatrical how it all kind of goes down, and it does kind of make you scratch your head like, wow, (laughs) these people are leading our entire country with the way some of them act. But it was truthfully an honor. Um, I, of course, was hoping Biden would touch more on kind of the gender ideology um, things that have been going on. And again, this is more than just sports, but just across a lot of different realms. But the only thing he said in regards to this was he wishes trans people all the safety um, and to live with dignity, which I think we can all agree on, you know, regardless of if you're a Republican or Democrat. No, I don't support that lifestyle. And no, it's something not something I would ever do myself. But I do think everyone has the right to express themselves in however way they so choose, but don't infringe that upon me. Well said. Well said. Well, Riley, we appreciate you spending time with us. You you have a lot to be proud of. You're doing great work. And, uh, folks, we have links uh, to the Independent Women's Forum, Stand With Women, all of that information on our live show blog. Riley, thank you for joining us, and best of luck to you out there. Thank you so much. Um, I'll actually be in Memphis next year for dental school. So, <laughs> well, you, you, you buried the news nugget. That's the lead story, Riley. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll have to stay in touch, and uh, we would love to to meet, and we'll we'll have to get together when you and and your husband get down this way. Of course, of course. Thank you so much for the opportunity to speak. All right. There you go, folks. Great American patriot, Riley Gaines, uh, on the, the program today. And uh, it's it's just when you sit down and you you listen to these young ladies and you hear what they were forced to go through in those locker rooms. And Riley, um, as you heard, she's, she's coming to Memphis. She's going to medical school here. Um, and yet she has decided this is important for her to take a stand and to speak out and to be the voice of so many girls that have been bullied into silence. But the fact that this man, Leah Thomas, was able to go into that locker room and undress and, and really expose himself to these girls, that's appalling. All right, we got to take a break. We've got Mike in Chattanooga. We're going to get to your calls as well, 844-747-8868. If you want to weigh in on what Riley just had to share with us, that number again, 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. You know what the girls ought to do? I'm just and I'm 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 just saying you have to have a show of force uh, in these locker rooms when you got the transgender dudes. What you do is you get the um, 
Oh, what do they call them when you're out landscaping? The um, the clippers, the big ones that you use to trim the uh, the bushes. You just have some of those. Just you know, carry them around. Put them in your bag. Just you don't have to do anything with them. Just make sure that you know they know that they're there. I, I'm just saying, you got to protect yourself, girls. Uh, let's go to the phones here. Our good buddy Mike from Nugo Radio, Chattanooga, Tennessee. Mike, thanks for holding on. What's happening, sir? I know you don't have much time, and uh, I love your bumper music, by the way. <laughs> Great interview. I called about Disney first on the um, the guy that thinks he's a woman. Where are the men at? Because let me tell you, I'm 65, and I'm from Philadelphia. If a boy who thought he was a girl walked into a girl's locker room, uh, when we were there, we would have beat them to a pulp. And as a dad, try that with one of my girls. Well, she's no longer in government school. But I'd have come down there and grabbed him by his dreadlocks or whatever and drug, drug him out and beat him to a pulp. Because you know what? I'm willing to go to jail and do the right thing. Where are the men at, Todd? That's the problem. Legislation's not going to do it. They had, they had little kids at events where they had men dressed as women touching their private parts in Chattanooga, and the coward government did nothing, even though the Supreme Court defined obscenity. So Governor Lee, that other coward, who's not a conservative, who's giving teachers more money, they should get less, is now doing what? Passing more laws that are going to do absolutely nothing. Well, Mike, all I can say is, again, this is a direct assault on women in America. And these guys are out there, these transgender dudes, and they're saying, you know what? We make better women than biological women do. Men are supposed to protect women, and they've turned into cowards. Todd, on on Disney, Disney's always been satanic. And I'll tell you when I got rid of the cable, when my daughter was eight, and the girls were kissing girls in their bras. But look at Beauty and the Beast. I mean, look at all the underpinnings and undertones of Disney's not some little fairyland tale movies and or cartoons. Look at the underpinnings of everything in Disney going back 40 years. And you know what? We're winning, Todd, because we're not giving them our money. We're not giving Disney our money anymore. We're not giving Starbucks our money. We're not giving <laughs> Bed Bath & Beyond any money. They're going bankrupt. Do not give the left any money. And you know what? Let me explain something, Todd, and you know this. you got five seconds. I said stand up to these cowards. I love it, Mike. All right. God bless, brother. Take care. Uh, Mike in, in Nuga, Chattanooga. He's a Philly guy. You don't want to mess with those guys from Philly. They know how to they know how to rumble. And they got good cheesesteak, too. Oh, by the way, Luke Skywalker now coming out of the closet as gay. We'll we'll explain that a little bit later. Lee Zeldin coming up next. All right, welcome back to the Todd Stearns Radio Show. Busy Friday around this place. Hope you're doing well today. It's going to be a lot of fun in Memphis, Tennessee. We don't get too many Republicans coming down to this part of the, the volunteer state. This is blue country. So whenever we do, uh, it's uh, it's a pretty big deal. And uh, tomorrow, uh, uh, hundreds of Republicans are gathering for the annual Lincoln Dinner. Uh, I will be there. Uh, we're actually uh, one of the sponsors of the night. And the keynote speaker just happens to be on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line, our good friend, the former congressman from the great state of New York, Lee Zeldin. Congressman, good to have you with us. That's great to be with you. Looking forward to seeing you. 
Congressman, it's going to be a lot of fun, and I know you and I did a lot of uh, interviews back when I was at Fox in New York City, so I'm excited that a New Yorker is going to be able to come down, get some good barbecue, you're going to get some good blues music, and uh, who knows, you might even get a tour of Graceland. Oh, you know we will. Uh, I'm actually going to be coming down with uh, my wife and and 16-year-old daughters, and uh, we'll get a chance to see some of the sites while we're there to try to take in more of Memphis. And uh, looking forward to meeting everyone at uh, the dinner coming up tomorrow evening. It's going to be a blast and certainly a lot to, uh, to talk about as we look at the future. It is, Congressman. And uh, I will say this about Memphis. You know, everybody talks about Nashville, but Memphis is the real deal. It's authentic. It's not, you know, it's not a bunch of glitz and glamour. What you see is what you get. And, and really, that's, I mean, that's your legacy, I think, as a, a politician. Uh, what you see is what you get. And you really just crushed it, uh, came up a little short in that gubernatorial race. But uh, I know that the, the future is very bright for you. Well, I appreciate you saying that. We gave it our all. It was a 19-month-long campaign. Uh, we were all in. And fortunately, down ballot on the House side, I flipped a whole bunch of different House districts over to do our part uh, to make sure that the House of Republicans, uh, that the House representatives would flip from the Democrats to the Republicans. It was great to see the Speaker's gavel coming out of the hands of Nancy Pelosi and uh, the chair, the chairman positions uh, moving over from Maxine Waters and Jerry Nadler and Adam Schiff. So it's a new day in the House of Representatives. New York did its part. And uh, as we look to the future, I mean, I, uh, you know, I don't know exactly when and what the next reentry in the government will be, but I, I do uh, take great pride and pleasure in being able to serve and give back. And I just turned 43 a week ago. I'm not, uh, I'm not going away. We're going to stay active. Good, and I think the I think the folks uh, in New York State are going to be very glad to hear that. Uh, what sort of message are are you going to be bringing to the Republicans uh, in in Memphis? I know it's it's been a tough couple of years, really a long couple of years for the Republicans here. No major elected Republican leaders uh, in government. Uh, what sort of message? What sort of encouragement are you going to bring to these folks? Well, there's some of the lessons learned of of the way that we were campaigning in New York can be heated all throughout America. We are battling for the cities and the suburbs across our country, conservatives need to do a better, more effective, stronger, uh, more committed job in in reaching out to Democrats, uh, substantively showing up over and over and over again, earning support, building relationships. Uh, We have conservative positions that uh, do, in fact, resonate uh, very quickly and strongly with people who have always voted Democrat their entire life. Uh, But we sit there scratching our heads sometimes saying, gosh, why are all these people continuing to vote Democrat if the Democratic policies are making their lives so much worse? And the answer is that the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. And for a lot of these Democratic voters, they might dislike the Democratic Party, but they dislike Republicans more. And there's no better way to change that than to show up in person and talk about our message to make streets safer and uh, improve upward economic mobility to tackle homelessness and mental health and uh, make sure that streets are safe. Uh, our, our message, improving education for our kids and breaking multi-generational poverty on just so many different levels. We have the winning message. 
Uh, but it's not going to just happen on its own. We're, we're going to have to be committed to delivering it, and we have plenty of opportunities ahead. You know, I'm, I'm with you on that, uh, Congressman. And, and Memphis, a majority-minority city, has a thriving black middle class, a thriving black business community. We have been decimated by progressive politics here. The police department, uh, it's pretty much been, I mean, we're, we're down almost 500 officers from the full complement. And you go out and you talk to business owners in some of these communities, and they're saying, you know, we, we've got to do better as a city. And it just, it frustrates me that, that we as Republicans, and I'm a registered Republican, are not out there in those communities saying, here, here are, the, here's the Republican Party platform, and here's how we can come alongside and help you and, and you and your business and your family so your kids can go and, and play safely in the local park. That's right. And that's going to be an important theme that we're going to get uh, into during tomorrow night's speech. And you know, for anybody who's who's listening uh, and you haven't RSVP'd yet, if it's, if it's not too late, we uh, want to have max attendance and support for the Republican Party as, as we look to the future. Uh, what, what I would say, one of my messages I'll get into some more detail about tomorrow night is, well, we're showing up in a some of these different communities don't think that pandering is going to get us over or should get us over. It's insulting. You can't show up into a, a black community and say, I love black people vote for me, or I love Hispanic people vote for me. I love Asian people vote for me. It's, if, if I'm someone on the other end of that and I hear that, I, I'd be insulted by that. So showing up is important, but when you show up, it's about bringing your message. We need to improve the quality of education in your kid's school. Here's how. We need to make your streets safer. Here's how. These are smart, intelligent voters who are waiting with open arms. Many of them are waiting with open arms to hear our message. And we can't make any bad assumptions to think that this is just going to sort itself out and they're going to become informed on their own. And we also shouldn't fall for a trap of thinking that simply showing up and pandering is going to do the trick. Uh, So there's uh, there, there's a lot that can be done uh, as we look forward into the future, but you know we need to recruit the right candidates, top down, bottom up. Our, our team, our ticket has to be running together as a team on that same message, driving each other's points home and taking nothing for granted. Uh, you know, a wave does not just happen on its own. A wave is a product of everybody everywhere doing everything they can until the polls close. And I think one of, and I'll get into a bunch of different reasons tomorrow night, but one of the reasons why there wasn't a national red wave is that you had too many people who were on their board saying there's going to be a red tsunami, and then they weren't doing a darn thing to make sure it actually happened. And and gosh, I guess, you know, at that point, you deserve to lose. Yeah, no, you know what? You're absolutely right about that, Congressman. And um, and and prioritizing the the organizations that you're you're donating your dollars to, uh, because there were a lot of folks out there, and I'm not going to name names, but uh, they were promoting the fact they were getting out the vote. What they were getting was our money, but they weren't getting out the vote. And so I think people have to be smart with their dollars and and how they're spending that money, uh, and and hopefully that will change in this next election cycle. It has to. There's too much at stake. We're battling for cities and suburbs. We're battling for our state and our country uh, with a presidential race on the ballot, control of Congress. Uh, we all out there, anyone who's listening, love our country, you want to do your part? Well, 
Uh, we're not going to just be able to sit back and allow everybody else to do the hard work for us. Actually being able to win these elections is a product of all of us doing everything in our power, telling everyone we know always, and an all-in type of mentality. Uh, and everyone's relying on each other to do our part. And uh, 24 is going to be here very quickly. I mean, we're less than two years away. And when I wake up uh, January of 2025, I really like to see a uh, Republican conservative coming in uh, to to take the oath to become the next president of the United States to see more of a balance of power uh, restored and uh, some of these far left policies not just put into check but actually booted out of office. I'm I'm curious, Congressman, about that. We had President Trump on the show Monday, and uh, he is fired up and he's he's ready to to get out there and and do battle. Uh, I'm one of these Republicans. I'm a I'm a big Trump guy, but I want to see. I do want to see some folks in the primary because I want to see who's going to be able to take a punch. Because for me, that person, if if President Trump gets reelected, whoever that person is that can take a punch could very well be the the flag bearer for the party down the road. And there's going to be a primary. There's there's no doubt, and there's going to be a lot of great candidates stepping up with their own strengths, uh, with their own backgrounds. And hopefully there's a good opportunity for the Republican Party to grow out of it. And uh, you know, I, I very briefly, after the November 8th election, spent a couple weeks uh, heeding the call to consider running for uh, chair of the Republican National Committee. And, and during those couple of weeks, uh, I spoke to a lot of different RNC members across the uh, entire country, and one of the uh, key items of feedback from some of the RNC members who get it the most is that they don't want to see our party moving our platform towards some one-page, non-controversial platform. Yeah, uh, They want substance in it and not just telling people what we're against, but what we're for. And uh, you're going to end up with a higher likelihood of a more substantive, uh, better understood, uh, more spoken about platform by having a very healthy primary process, which is inevitable. You gonna? Do you have a favorite so far? If you you want to throw your name uh, in, into the ring or, or or back a candidate, or is it too early? Uh, well, yeah, I, I have not endorsed uh, any of the candidates, and we'll see who ultimately chooses to get in. And quite frankly, I went through. Uh, this period up until very recently are just being focused on my own race, uh, which uh, was a 19-month-long campaign. And now, we'll, over the course of these next few months, these next few weeks, we'll continue to see more people get into the race. And I think that that's all, that's all great and exciting. And I'm fully committed to doing everything in my power to make sure that whoever our nominee is, that they win. In the meantime... Uh, I have a lot of great relationships with a lot of the people across the field, and uh, to the extent I'm able to, uh, I could do my part in helping all of them by spreading the conservative message, being active, not just around New York, but across the entire country, and helping to grow our party and set ourselves up for success in uh, all of our races up and down the ballot. All right, Congressman, we're going to leave it there. Uh, no matter who the person is, they need to borrow heavily from your blueprint there in New York State, and uh, it's it's a great campaign strategy you had. I uh, want to thank you for spending time with us, and welcome to the Bluff City. 
I can't wait to see you tomorrow. Take care. All right. Congressman Lee Zeldin. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back to the Todd Starnes Radio Show. Hey, by the way, big event tonight in Memphis, Tennessee. And this is just for our Memphis audience. And every now and again, we do something nice for the hometown folk. Uh, But there is a big men's conference. It's going to be great. I think we've got about a thousand guys that are going to be in attendance tonight for a um, for a two day conference, inspirational. Uh, Former Georgia football coach Mark Rick is going to be there. Also, uh, we're going to be, I believe, Vilas Jones from the um, Chicago Bears. Mac Powell, a great worship artist, uh, some guys from ESPN Game Day. So if you would like tickets, we have a pair, I have a pair of tickets. You got to come by and pick them up today, though, because the conference starts later tonight. We would love to be able to send you uh, and a friend. Maybe you want to bring your son um, or maybe you want to bring a buddy. Uh, you can do that, but uh, here we're going to make it super simple. But uh, let's do caller number two. Uh, you're going to pick up a pair of free tickets. And by the way, $30 value for each ticket. So you're at $60 uh, that you're going to be saving. Our telephone number, uh, men, if you're living here in the Mid-South area, and you can get over to Bellevue Baptist Church tonight, uh, give us a call, 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. And we're going to send you and a guest to this incredible men's conference at Bellevue Baptist Church. It's called the Men of Memphis Conference, and they do some incredible work. Trust me, guys, you're going to come out of this completely changed. It's going to be a fun, fun night. All right. So Super Bowl coming up Sunday. And typically, the president of the United States sits down with an interview for whatever network is hosting the Super Bowl. And Obama's done this. Bush did it. uh, Trump did it. And so now um, President, it's President Biden's turn. Fox, of course, is broadcasting the Super Bowl, and we're, it turns out there's not going to be an interview. And it's we're trying to figure out who's to blame here. Well, we all know who's to blame. It's Joe Biden. Anyway, uh, Biden has reportedly turned down an interview on Fox. But here's where it gets a little, a little squirrely. Did you know that Fox has a, a black network? Did you know that? Like Fox News Channel, did you know? It's called Fox Soul. No, I'm, it's, no, I'm serious. It's called Fox Soul. And so the plan, this is the reporting, the plan was for President Biden to sit down with the Fox Soul Network so that they could do the interview. Does anybody even, does this even, does anybody watch the Fox Soul Network? So anyway, um, there's been a lot of back and forth, and now there's not going to be an interview. So the the Fox Soul Network, these this is brought to you by the people who bring you Fox News Channel. They call it unapologetically black, and they have soul. They have programs like Fox Soul's Black Report, Boomerang Love, The Body Positivity Show. Oh, this is uh, this is clever, uh, Kyle. You might like this show, the Yo Yo Car Sales. Yo Yo Car Sales. They um, also. Well, I'm not making this. I am not making this up. FoxSoul.tv. Look it up for yourself. I'm serious. 
they um and they're real keen on doing interviews with Kamala Harris. One of the big stories up on the site right now, Latino families and chiropractor racism. Well, I didn't know that was a big thing, but apparently it is. So those of you, I suppose, so just understand this. Um, those of you that watch Fox News Channel, you're actually supporting this leftist network here called Fox Soul. You know what their motto is? This is fascinating. Our voice, our truth. Yeah, that sounds about right. Sounds about right. All right, 844-747-8868 is our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. I am fascinated with this. I had no idea Fox News Channel was doing a Fox Soul Channel, too. Had no idea. Uh, The other programs, Cocktails with Queens, that's actually biologically black women and not drag queens, by the way, just in case you were wondering. This thing called The Black Report, they have another show promoting, oh, it's T-G-I-F, but T is spelled T-E-A. T-G-I-F. If you watched Howard Stern's movie, Private Parts, you'll understand. W-N-B-C. T-G-I-F. And another very popular show called The Rising, and they've got the, the black power fist in the air. Wow. All right, Fox, Fox, going woke with Fox Soul Train. There you go. All right. Hey, Hour 3, coming up next, this is the Todd Starnes Radio Show. From the Liberty University studio in Memphis, Tennessee, it's Common Sense Conservative Commentary from Todd Starnes. That's us. That's right. I love this American And hello, America. Welcome to Hour 3 of the Big Show. Great to have you with us today, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, by the way, if you haven't already done so, you got to get some information on our big trip to Israel. We're so excited about this. We're taking about 100 of you great people to the Holy Land, and we'd love to tell you more about it. ToddSterns.com is our website, and if you would uh, like information on the installment plans and and how to get involved in all of that, you don't have to pay it all up front. Uh, You can pay it off monthly. Uh, Give us a call, 844-747-8868. Again, toll-free telephone number, 844-747-8868. Dylan standing by to get your information if you'd like uh, to join us this fall on our trip to the Holy Land. There is a crazy story happening at the border. And this has been a passion of this radio program for a number of years now. We were one of the first programs to actually call what was happening at our border an all-out invasion. And here's the reason why. When a people group from one country come into another country, without that country's permission, we call that an invasion. We used to fight wars over that kind of stuff. But now the Biden administration is openly welcoming people to violate our sovereignty. Well, there's a gentleman in in uh, Arizona. His name is George Allen Kelly. Mr. Kelly is 73 years old, and he's a rancher. He owns a lot of property along our southern border. Mr. Kelly's been having a very difficult time dealing with illegal aliens 
uh, in you know, that are actually invading his property. They're breaking the law. They're trespassing on his land. The area is about 10 miles east of Nogales, Arizona, and I have been in that area. It's just really a, it's a barren area. And then directly across the border, you have th- this massive city. Mr. The, the rancher, by the way, uh, Mr. Kelly, lives in Keno Springs, and it's about a mile and a half north of the, the U.S. border. Federal records show that this area has been a hotbed of illegal alien activity. So people are literally crossing over the border, and they're trespassing on this man's property. And it is dangerous out there. So anyway, here's the story. Um, Mr. Kelly ran into some illegals on his property, and he opened fire, killing killing an illegal alien who was about 100 yards away from Mr. Kelly's home. According to Fox News, you know, I'm who wrote this story? Paul Best is the author for Fox News. Could someone email Mr. Best and tell him there's no such thing as an assault weapon? Could Would somebody mind doing that for me? This is the actual sentence. Two assault-style rifles. Were t- you know what? I expect to see that kind of crap on CNN, the most profane name in news, but not on Fox News. Anyway, uh, two weapons taken from the scene. It did not appear that Mr. Kelly and the victim knew. You know why? Because the guy's not a victim. He's an illegal alien who was clearly heading into that guy's house. Federal records show the dead man had a history of illegal border crossings, most recently in 2016. This is according to the Daily Mail. So now they arrested Mr. Kelly. He's in jail. And they the judge posted a million dollars bail so that's how much the poor guy has to pay to get out of jail the the rancher says please sir judge your honor i'm 73 years old i'm a rancher i'm not going anywhere my wife is there by herself but the judge said nope not going to do it you're going to jail and so this poor guy this rancher this american citizen is in jail for defending his own property against an illegal alien Mr. Kelly cannot afford an attorney, so one was appointed for him. This is this is really despicable. According to the Daily Mail, just hours before the fatal shooting, U.S. border agents informed the Sheriff's Department of a possible active shooter. They think it may have been Mr. Allen, who was again defending his property. Santa Cruz County Sheriff's officials discovered the body of the illegal alien about 100 yards from Mr. Kelly's home. The victim appeared to have suffered from one gunshot wound. Officials said they're still trying to clarify the circumstances surrounding the shooting and establish a motive. The chief deputy says it doesn't seem like Mr. Kelly knew. No, they didn't know each other because the guy's an illegal. Why don't you secure the borders and then the guy wouldn't be dead? Under Arizona law, deadly force is allowed on one's own property if the homeowner believes it immediately necessary to prevent trespassing. This again from the Daily Mail story. Several other statutes known as the Stand Your Ground law also allow use of physical or deadly force when a homeowner fears a threat is necessary. 
Mr. Kelly's neighbor, Maria Castillo, says illegals crossed often and have seen coming and are seen coming and going from the area at all hours. And again, the federal records show that the dead man had a history of illegal crossings and deportations in and around Nogales, with the most recent being 2016. So here's my question. Would you charge this guy? Would you charge him with murder? According to a Sheriff's Department dispatch, by the way, our phone number, 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. According to a sheriff's dispatch, they received a call around 2.40 in the afternoon from U.S. border relaying information about a possible shooter in the area of the ranch. Around 5.50, sheriff's deputies received other reports of shots being fired on the property, and by 7 o'clock, they had recovered the body. Authorities said there was no weapon on the victim at the time, and investigators have collected um, two rifles from Kelly's property. Kelly asked a judge about getting his bail reduced because his wife is living alone on the ranch caring for all the livestock. And the judge said no. Unbelievable what's happening here. The Kellys had previously um, sued the government. I'm not sure this has any bearing in this particular case. But Kelly is now being held at the Santa Cruz County Jail. And this is a shame. But here you go. you got American citizens and their government... Their government is doing nothing. Their government will not secure the border. These illegals are coming onto property. I remember years ago talking to a lady, and she lived. She she and her mom were running the family ranch. The mother elderly, and the daughter was on our show talking to us and explaining to us that she went to bed every night with a shotgun by her side because every morning she would get up and there would be illegal aliens hiding in their garage. Should American citizens be forced to live like this every day of their lives? Should a rancher like Mr. Kelly not be allowed to defend his own property? What say you, ladies and gentlemen? 844-747-8868. Let's go to Louise in Georgia, WDUN. Louise, what say you? Hey, Todd, I just wanted to tell you about that um that poor man, the judge is not even a lawyer. Nobody knows how he became a judge. He looks fairly young, but they're Democrats. And the people around there were so upset, they set up a GoFundMe page for the guy, and they took it down. Well, of course they do. They, they only allow GoFundMes for criminals, for thugs, not, yeah, for, not right. for law-abiding people. But I wanted to call you today anyway. Um, that idiot in, in the White House. Which one? Oh, Biden. Biden. Yeah, that idiot. How many? Well, all Democrats are, but anyhow. Um, I mean, what that moron said, and now he's taking stuff away from the Border Patrol. He's taking those little blimps away from them. And and they're not going to have any, you know, they're just fighting a losing battle. And I got news for them. The cartels are already in our cities. They're already there. And I don't understand why. Somebody don't impeach that moron to where we can get our military down to the border and do something about them. 
Because, I, I mean, they're, they're, you know, we're in a chemical warfare with them and China. Well, I'll say this, Louise. I Look, I'm all for it. I say send the military to the border, send the National Guard into Memphis, Tennessee, root out all the criminal thugs so that we can go on and live live our lives. Um, but Yeah, and it, it, if they would do that in the cities that, you know, where all this killing's going on, they need to do like Rudy Giuliani did, stop and frisk, put a curfew on them, put your National Guard in them, and, you know, get rid of them. Yep, I'm with you on that. I have absolutely no problem with that. And the problem is nobody wants to play hardball with these people. And now you've got a dead illegal alien. And I can assure I'm, I am, I would be willing to bet a Chick-fil-A sandwich, a real Chick-fil-A sandwich, not that cauliflower crap. I would be willing to bet a Chick-fil-A sandwich that that guy is, is incredibly remorseful because you never want to take somebody's life. But if it's between no, you. No, no. If it's between you and the bad guy, the bad guy gets it. And I, I saw him. I saw him on the news. He was begging the judge to to let him set up something where he could talk to his wife, that she was by herself, you know, that he could talk to her through, I guess, a video. Well, I don't know ever how they do that, you know. It's terrible. The judge told him he'd have to see uh, his lawyer or something stupid. All right, Louise, we got to run, but I appreciate your call. Uh, thank you for calling in. Folks, we got to take a break here. What do you think about this this rancher here? Was he in the right? The, the law says that he can defend his property, and now this man is in jail. A million dollars bail because an illegal alien was violating the sovereignty of America and violating his sovereignty as a property owner. 844-747-8868. What would you have done? What would you have done if you'd been on that ranch? 844-747-8868. You know, we talk a lot on this program about our friends at Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier. And folks, when you look at what AT&T, DirecTV, what they've done to Newsmax, our friends over at Newsmax, I hope you now understand why it's so important that you consider switching right now to Patriot Mobile, America's only Christian conservative wireless carrier. You see, they're fighting for causes we care about. The other guys, they're not going to do that. Patriot Mobile has a plan to fit any budget. It doesn't matter how big, how small. They, if Are you a business owner? Well, they've got a plan for you as well. All you have to do is go to their website, check it out, patriotmobile.com slash Todd. That's patriotmobile.com slash Todd a website exclusively for our listeners. And you're going to see all the great discounts and the deals available there. Got to use my name, Todd, to get those discounts. PatriotMobile.com slash Todd. Valentine's Day yesterday, Todd. I stopped going to Chick-fil-A because you started sitting in lines after the pandemic. It was taking them 20, 30, 40 minutes. I'd call one of the owners of the places. They'd never return my call. So they've gone left, and um, I don't even deal with them anymore. I'd rather go to Publix and get me a chicken and cook it myself and throw the toppings on it. Keep it simple. I'm not dealing with those idiots anymore. All right. Well, thank you, Mark, from the Villages, America's friendliest hometown. I have noticed the lines. You know, it's interesting. I don't know if this happens in your area, but in Memphis, the lines come out of the store and down the road. So you have a traffic jam in the morning as everybody's trying to stop in and get their chicken biscuit. Normally, it's Friday, payday. People stop in, get that biscuit. 
and uh, it's a, it's a mess out there. I would like to hear. From, would you be willing to try Chick Fil A's cauliflower sandwich? That's just it, it's just disgusting, unbelievable. Are the cows going to eat the? Would the cows eat the cauliflower? That's what I want to know. Uh, welcome back, everybody. 844-747-8868, toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. Now, we've got to talk about this story that uh, just dropped a little while ago. It's about Charlie Kirk and and President Trump. Now, I this is, folks, there's a lot happening in the conservative world right now, a lot. And you have a lot of people out there that are preening about the the barnyard as um as the as the top dog i know i'm mixing my metaphors but bear with me for a moment so you've got people out there that think they're all that in a bag of chips and we just we don't do that on this radio program uh we just we bring the news to you we bring the information to you and i offer you my opinion my analysis and you may not like it but you know that's that's just what i believe so there is an NBC News report out, and you all I can tell you is you need to pay attention to this report because they're not far they're not off the, they're not that far off the mark. But there is a little bit of disgruntlement coming from Mar-a-Lago, directed at Charlie Kirk from Turning Point USA, and here's the problem. Uh, Charlie Kirk has been trying to insert himself into Republican politics. There was a full-blown effort to take control of the Republican Party, which failed. Uh, Ronna McDaniel was able to maintain control. But there have been a lot of people that have been upset with Turning Point USA, not Charlie Kirk necessarily, but Turning Point, because they have been promoting themselves as being this massive force for good and specifically in Arizona, where they are based. And there were a lot of promises that were made that just ended up not happening when it came time to getting out the young people vote. And that's just the reality of it. So anyway, and and we can discuss that at length, but the reality is young people just by and large do not get out the vote, even on the Democrat side. It's hard. Young people have lots of other stuff going on. But anyway, the problem is that Kirk may have may have a problem with Trump now. And all I can tell you is this is an important thing to understand. There are a couple of people that are speaking to NBC News, anonymous sources, and they're saying the frustration centers around Charlie's overtures to Ron DeSantis, which is true, that no doubt about it. I will say this, though. I mean, if we were given the opportunity, we would bring Ron DeSantis on this program. A close Trump advisor who spoke with the former president just last week about the matter said Trump has been watching Charlie's relationship with DeSantis since Turning Point hosted rallies across the country last summer. Trump noticed Kirk starting to ally himself with DeSantis in his effort to shape up, shake up the RNC. Kirk was vocal in wanting to oust Ronna McDaniel, who was originally handpicked by Trump for the job. DeSantis, on the other hand, publicly praised Harmie Dillon, who was boosted, boosted rather heavily by Kirk. 
The advisor says Trump feels like he has made Charlie and Charlie is ungrateful and Trump's not been happy for a while. He's like, you call him and you tell him he'd be nothing without my son. Talking about Don Jr. Anyway, Charlie says, eh, it's not true. I support President Trump. All media drama is noise. That's that's what Charlie said. Um, pay attention to this component, this angle of the story. There's This will get interesting. That's, I will just leave it at that. It'll get interesting. 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. Folks, welcome back to the Todd Stearns radio program. I love this. I love this segment, and it's it's so informative. And you know, I'm I'm still like I don't know, thirty years from retirement, maybe I I don't know. But will I retire? Yeah, I'm going to retire one of these days. But it's going to be like a long time from now. But it's it's all about getting prepared and being ready. And um, our good friend, Charles Thorngren, who is the chief executive officer at Legacy Precious Metals, uh, always gives great advice. And he's on the Patriot Mobile Newsmaker line right now, LegacyPMInvestments.com. And folks, if you have a question about getting ready for retirement and, and how you can do that and be rock solid with your decisions, give us a call, 844-747-8868. That's 844-747-8868. Charles, hope you're doing good today. I'm doing great. And Todd, you're not fooling me. You're never going to retire. No. You love what you do. (laughs) It's a lot of fun. You know, I I get it. Some people like to hit the golf course. I get that. But, you know, this is what I do. It is what it is. <laughs> hey, by the way, are That's you doing? You, you got the big Super Bowl spread this weekend. Are you doing the party and all that kind of good stuff? Doing the party, um, watching as just a fan of football. I don't have a uh, a team in the race, um, but uh, still going to watch the game. Going to be a lot of fun. Have some friends. They are diehard Kansas City Chiefs. They live in Nashville, and uh, they fly. They flew up to every single game, and uh, they were somebody was able to score them some uh, Super Bowl tickets. So uh, hopefully, wow. we'll be able to see them on the big screen. So ought to be a lot of fun. Awesome. Um, Charles, let's talk uh, business here. Uh, the president giving the State of the Union address. Still, people are incredibly struggling right now uh, with inflation and trying to figure out how do we how do we protect our investments. What do we need to be doing, and what do you tell those people? Yeah, you know the the first and simple answer is diversify. Right, um, we're going to be in this situation for a while. We've we've heard the Fed uh, chair, chairman speaking about it for you know, over a year now, we will be in a higher inflationary period, a higher interest rate period for a long period of time. So the key is diversification. If you don't have uh, something that is not strictly equities in your investment portfolio, you're going to suffer. Um, I I wish there was a nicer way to say it, but, but that's the reality. So we need to diversify. You look and say, what do you go to? You know, it's always been, you say, real estate, but with interest rates higher, real estate's not as attractive. That leads us to the bellwether of all. That's precious metals, your gold and your silver. That's where you should be. There should be a portion there. That's what's going to protect you. That's the key. 
I was. Um, I have a family members, and uh, one, one this, this one family member had been with one company for like 30, 40 years. I mean, they, their entire career was with this one company, and they they got rid of the pension plan, so everything was in the stock market before it everything. And so they retire, and then the stock market tanks, and they're really struggling right now because they literally had everything invested in the market. And to your point, they did not diversify. And I'm wondering, is that a common thing for people um, that peop- that that folks just have not diversified? Absolutely. You know, if, if the average person they they put away their money, right? They do what they're told. You open up the 401k, you choose from the couple options that are there, and then you forget about it. Just Every paycheck, money goes into it, and you just forget about it. But that's the problem. That 401k is not designed to protect you. It offers a great tax solution. It's great to save money, but we need to be more engaged. And the problem with being more engaged is when you step into the realm of like equities and bonds, there's so much research you need to do to be in the right asset. Because understand this, whenever you see a comparative of what the market's doing, If you go back 30 years and look at the Dow, those same companies aren't in it. They're constantly evolving out. And if you're not keeping track of that, you could have an old asset that no one's investing in anymore. This is why when you take the steps of adding precious metals, right, there's no CEO of precious metals. There's no um, there's there's no balance sheet of of, on precious metals. It's valued at the current spot price and the current value of gold and silver. It's a much easier process to invest in that for the long term, right? You're going to be in the metals, and over time, it's going to do what it does. It's going to fight inflation. It's going to give you diversity, and it's going to give you a protection on your purchasing power. That's the key difference. Charles Thorngren is the CEO of Legacy Precious Metals. This is the company I use, and and I encourage you to to give them a shot here, folks. LegacyPMInvestments.com. Again, that's LegacyPMInvestments.com. And Charles, just a few days ago, we were talking about millennials. And as much as I know we have a lot of folks in our audience getting ready to retire, but we have a lot of millennials listening and they're really struggling. They've gone through a couple of recessions, uh, many of them still living at home. uh, And that was the point of the story is a, a frightening number of millennials still living at home. What would you tell those young people in that age bracket? And we'll throw in Generation Z as well. Um, how can they start out preparing for retirement, even in these difficult economic times? Yeah, and that's a great question. And, and the answer is just that, to start, even if it's just with a little bit. You know, if you're looking at precious metals to do that with, and it's a great option, call us. We'll show you the plans that we have, even if it's just a small dollar amount a month. That practice of putting away a little bit every month is what's going to benefit you the most. It gives you time. Time is your friend when it comes to returns, right? The longer you have to invest in the stability of a real performance, that's what gives you that retirement value that you're looking for. So call us, talk to us and say, hey, I've got a little bit to start. What do I do? You're going to find my team here very helpful. And let's give out the number. And by the way, if you have a question for Charles, uh, give us a call, 844-747-8868. Again, 844-747-8868. Charles, let's say somebody does call in the, the number, and or maybe they go online at LegacyPMInvestments.com. What is the first thing they're going to do? They, somebody answers the phone. What's going to happen? They're going to speak with one of our representatives. And the representative is going to say, how can I help you? 
Tell me about you, because that's where we need to start. What are your goals? What are your investment parameters? What are you looking for? Everything we do is based on your needs. So that's the important part. We're going to get to understand you so that we can help you get started. All right, uh, Charles, great advice. And, of course, uh, you you guys, uh, and, again, this I cannot say this enough. It's it's no hard sell with you guys. I mean, it's no. you guys are are not there to make the sell. You want to help folks, and and that really comes across in the way that you guys work with with uh, people who call in. And, and that's important to us, right? Once you get started with us, once you become a client, you're you're a client with us until you're done being a client, right? It's not you buy something and we forget about you. We're here. We're going to answer the phone. We're going to answer your questions, and that's the important thing is really taking this and saying. This is us working together for you to meet your needs, and that's what we're here to do. All right. Again, folks, LegacyPMInvestments.com. Check it out. Um, they have my – I. you know what, Charles? You need to make me a spokesman uh, because I am just so <laughs> excited about what you guys are doing. Uh, so, uh, Charles, we're going to have to ramp it up there. We've got some breaking news uh, we've got to get to, uh, but we always appreciate the great advice you have. And, again, free gold guide. You can also get that, and uh, that's available on the website as well. Is that right? Absolutely. All right, there you go, folks, the great Charles Thorngren, and uh, he's having a huge Super Bowl party, too, so you know it's going to be good. Charles, have a great weekend. You as well, Todd. Thanks so much. All right, good man right there, folks, and good people. And one of the things we do, and, and we have a lot of sponsors and people wanting to sponsor and promote things, but we research everybody. And the reason why is when we tell you, hey, these are good people, we want you to know that they're good people. And Charles, he's good people. We have some breaking news uh, coming from Alaska, and I want to read this information to you. We're going to get this up on the website here in just um, a matter of moments. Uh, The Pentagon has apparently shot down an unidentified object over Alaska. Uh, This was done under the order of President Biden. Reading from the New York Times here, uh, John Kirby, the White House spokesman, confirmed the shoot down. Um, It was not confirmed if the object was a balloon but it was traveling at an altitude that would make it a potential threat to a civilian aircraft. So again, some sort of an unidentified object has been shot down over Alaska. We're going to be checking our sources. Going to take a break here. When we come back, we'll give you more information. If you want to weigh in on this, what do you think it was? And this is interesting because there is a new survey. Where is this? Ah, yes. A new survey here, nearly half of U.S. voters say that we will be at war with China. A frightening survey, especially in light of this new information coming out, something shot down over Alaska. 844-747-8868. This is the Todd Stern Show. So uh, here's what we know here, people, and we're going to post all of this on our website. And uh, this is this is a mess. But something happened over territorial waters uh, near Alaska, or pardon me, over Alaska, where the Pentagon now confirming that a U.S. fighter jet shot down uh, something. We don't know what it is. Uh, but it we have to imagine that it may be one of these one of these balloons. Was it one of the balloons? We don't know. 
So we are uh, following these uh, developments. Uh, just a few moments ago, uh, they had the Pentagon press brief, or rather the White House press briefing, and um, someone from the Pentagon was there. And we're just not getting any intel right now on what exactly it was. Um, I want to I tell you what, can we dip into the Fox News uh, feed here, guys? Let's bring that up. I believe Mark Esper, former defense secretary, is speaking right now. Okay, we don't have that information. We will uh, try to get that to you if we can. So uh, this is clearly going to be a breaking news event for the day. You're going to want to stick to your local talk radio station. I can promise you they're going to have updates at the top of the hour. Uh, also, uh, your local talk host, I'm fairly certain, will be um, will be discussing this uh, very, very bizarre story uh, coming out of um, coming out of Alaska. I wonder what it was. Happened in, in the last hour. And it's interesting that the White House is getting on top of this story right away. Uh, but again, the breaking news coming out of Alaska, something was shut down. Shot down. What do you think it is? 844-747-8868 is our toll-free telephone number. That's 844-747-8868. All right. Um, we have some more uh, intel on... George Santos, which we really need to do a George Santos-style drinking game. Uh, George Santos now saying that um, he had a brain tumor, which he did not have, but cut number 11. Did you survive a brain tumor? Um, I had my own personal medical uh, issues uh, in the past, and I, I don't feel I need to go into details, but yes, I did have uh, All a, right. a, an acute tumor of... This is what concerns me. I mean, I it's, it's, it, it, yes. you'll have to admit, you're a critic of Joe Biden. So am I. But it's very Biden-esque to take a kernel of truth and make it into a possibly more appealing story for voters. That's yeah, a concern. Is, it's, it is a concern. And it's not just it's not just the, the tumor. Uh, now we're, he even lied about an interaction he had with Kristen Sinema. Mitt Romney yesterday. Uh, you know, Mitt Romney was mobbed because he had a conversation with you. I think we have footage. Of, there are about 15 reporters following him around because he talked to you. Maybe you heard. I was um, I was annoyed with Mitt Romney. I think he could have offered you some generosity, maybe some advice. There are a million places to meet on Capitol Hill. He claimed not to hear what you said. You said something back to him. He claimed not to hear it. Uh, number one. Is he telling the truth? And number two, what did you say? Well, I'll put it this way. It's not meant for television, what I said back to him. <laughs> but I can tell you one thing. He did hear me. And Kirsten Cinema, as she was walking by the senator from Arizona, she said something to the effects of hang in there, buddy, or something like that. I said, thank you. Thank you, uh, Madam Senator. She was very polite, very kind-hearted, as, as I've learned to, to, to see her. Uh, she's a good person, unlike Mr. Romney, who thinks he's above it all and is in a whole, whole almighty white horse trying to talk to us down on morality. The reality is he's always been a prejudice. He's always has prejudice towards minority. He had it in his 2012 election. And that is why he didn't become president when he absolutely had the opportunity to become president. And that's why I was very clear when I said on Twitter, you will never be president because you would never represent all Americans. I didn't hear that about. All right. Lord help us. 
He also did something with the Amish people. We'll tell you about that next week. Uh, let's go to the phones real quick. 844-747-8868. Tim in North Carolina, WSIC, our great station there. Tim, what do you make of these developments over Alaska? Well, thanks for taking my call, Todd. Uh, uh, I listen to you every day if I can. But Thank you. I, I, have a, I have a strong suspicion that uh, this is fake news. And, you know, Biden's trying to cover the fact that he was a total, totally asleep uh, last week when it, when this went down. So I think that, you know, he had to do something to try to save face. So they're making a story up and it's not real. So, so you don't think you don't believe that there's anything to the story? Absolutely not. Just because the State Department or Defense Department have come out and said this. They're all crooked, too, so um, they're just making up a story to to cover Joe Biden and make him look like he's not just milk toast. Well, you know, the other part of this, and you, you go back to how the Vietnam War started, um, which was a fake attack story as well. So, I mean, it's, Tim, you're not saying this just out the wazoo here. That there is a history in this country of, of something like that happening. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and we got ourselves into the Vietnam war. So you, you hope that's certainly not the case. Maybe there'll be some sort of video or photographic evidence, but uh, we're expecting a briefing from the Pentagon here in the next five minutes or so. That's uh, that's an interesting take on it. Well, until I see it and, you know, and then I'm not even sure, you know, uh, someone who, uh, a good friend of mine who passed away recently always told me that, uh, Believe nothing that you read and only half of what you see. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. There you go. All right, Tim, appreciate the call there. 844-747-8868. Again, our breaking news. Uh, In the past hour or so, the Air Force shot down some sort of an unidentified object over uh, Alaska. It was a high-altitude object. That's all they're telling us right now. Um We understand that President Biden gave the orders to shoot down whatever it is because it was endangering uh, airline uh, the the airlines uh, and planes that were flying in the area. So we have no confirmation of anything else other than the White House uh, now confirming that a U.S. fighter jet took down the object over the past hour. As Kyle was um, pointing out, and accurately so, I believe, isn't this how Independence Day started? So I, it's a fair point. I mean, you never know. I'm no expert, but I have seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm good at speculating. Yes, it, it did end well for the humans. But I can tell you, um, Independence Day 2, you, I was rooting for the aliens. Oh, man. That was a terrible movie. <laughs> All we can say is God bless Will Smith. Indeed. All right. Thank you, Kyle. (laughs) Folks, again, be sure to listen to your local radio station for breaking news updates on this crazy story out of Alaska. Hey, folks, get out there. I want to thank our great team here, Grace in our Chicago Bureau, Dylan and Kyle in our Memphis flagship station. Have a great Friday. And, folks, whatever you do, be sure to go to church this weekend, America. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.